Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 78. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, do you have a product or service that you would like to share with the 100,000 plus unique downloads a month Entrepreneur on Fire generates? Chris Brogan did, and when he sponsored an episode, he saw great results. If you'd like to have 15 seconds at the top of our show to share your product or message, go to www.sponsoreofire.com to find out more. And now let's give it up for this week's sponsor, Trevor Page. JavaVideoTutorials.net is an exciting way to learn Java programming. A Java experience for all levels of learning, complete with assignments and tests to secure your knowledge. Interact with Java guru Trevor Page and converse with other Java savvy students in forums. Visit entrepreneuronfire.com slash 78 to receive 30% off javavideotutorials.net. Okay, let's get started. I am simply ecstatic to introduce my guest today, Danielle Laporte. Danielle, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. I'm, I'm already ignited. I <laughs> love it. Entrepreneurship has been Danielle's backdoor approach to having conversations about consciousness. All that fire starting and hustling brought her to a place where she is simply more interested in love and how to apply it in any given situation. Given Fire Nation a little overview, Danielle, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then take a minute, tell us about your business. Uh, well, mostly I live at daniellelaporte.com and I'm most interested um, in a few things. One, how the entrepreneurial spirit can be infused in every area of your life, which is really about taking responsibility for being creative. And I'm interested in, in kindness and generosity and how all of that comes together. Um, I have a book called The Firestarter Sessions where I wrote a lot about uh, defining success on your own terms and really getting underneath that definition of success. And currently I'm on my soapbox talk, talking about desire and what that has to do with goal setting and how I really think we have our relationship to goal setting sort of inside out and backwards. And, and I'm interested in, in changing up a conversation around ambition. Man, well, you were speaking to the right audience, Danielle. Entrepreneur on Fire is getting over 100,000 unique downloads a month in over 100 countries, all passionate entrepreneurs who are searching for that desire, searching for that passion. So you're really going to be speaking to them. And I can't wait to delve into that content. But before we do, we start every show off with a success quote. It kind of gets the motivational ball rolling. And I'd love to hear what you have for us today. Well, if I'm going to borrow a success quote, I would go to the Oracle of Delphi and, and say that it, it's about knowing yourself. So know thyself. Because when you have that kind of clarity of who you are and what you're attracted to and what goes on your no list and what goes on your to-do list and really why you're here and what feels good, then you make uh, what I call holistic or empowered decisions, decisions that include your mind, your body, and your spirit. So know thyself, and um, that's what will make all the difference in your success. That's a powerful quote for so many reasons, but can you take us down to the ground level, Danielle, 
and share with us how you apply this quote, this mantra to your life and to your everyday decisions. Well, I feel closest to life when I'm um, sort of walking my talk. I am committed to, I'm committed to my own truth and to, to being like, you know, where I'm at right now in my career is that I'm a very public seeker. This is what I'm, you know, I'm looking for fulfillment, I'm looking for prosperity, I'm looking to be of service, and here's what I found on my journey. And really that's what my, you know, my, my, my quote-unquote product or my quote-unquote art becomes really, it's just a discussion about my own search and what I found. And, um, you know, what I've got to say isn't original at all. These, you know, this, these sort of perspectives have been around for thousands of years, but the twist is, this is, this is my lived experience. These are my experiences I have of everything from being fired from my own company to, you know, my first gig to Oprah calling to how I make, how, you know, how I launch stuff. Um, and all of that only goes smoothly if I'm on the path of what feels good for me. And, and you know, authenticity, the, the irony is it actually takes a lot of courage to show up and be yourself, to say what you need to say at the meeting, to make those 11th hour decisions where you decide to stop the press, that something doesn't feel right. And by the way, those 11th hour decisions will be the times that, you know, um, really define if you're going to play in the mediocre camp or if you're going to play in the camp of, of mastery and total awesomeness. When you have the courage in those moments to say, this is what feels true for me, this is what feels sincere and authentic and genuine. And those are risky moments, right? When you risk pissing somebody else off, when you decide the best thing to do is to let the gig go, not sign the contract, say goodbye to the money. Uh, so that's how knowing myself. <laughs> yeah. Decision. yeah. No, and that can be so risky, Danielle. And listen, Steve Jobs was fired from his own company, so you're definitely in good company there. It- I've used Steve's story many times to comfort myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and Danielle, I love how you're I love your use of the word journey because Entrepreneur on Fire is all about the journey. And today we're spotlighting your journey as an entrepreneur, which has been incredible on so many levels in so many ways. Take us back to a time in your journey when you failed or when you've come across an obstacle that you really had to work hard to overcome and then share with us how you overcame that obstacle well as I just mentioned actually and I don't talk about this much more anymore these days but um, I started an incorporation it was a lifestyle media company raised a ton of money wrote a book co-wrote a book Oprah called uh, we were media darlings I hired a CEO to run the whole thing because I you know I didn't want to be quote just a consultant I really wanted this this inspirational, you know, multimedia empire. Yeah. And uh, I got fired from my own incorporation. So I was, I was, it was made known to me that they were going to change the business model, turn it into, you know, what's called in the online business, a content factory, and that my services weren't going to be needed anymore, (laughs) which is like absurd and ridiculous because, you know, it's my name on the door. It's my name on the URL. I'm, you know, it was, it was all, it was a personality driven brand. And, um, you know, to jump cut to the end of that story, three months after they let me go, they declared insolvency and all went south as it should because there's such a thing as karma. But that's really an aside. (laughs) What I learned from that 
is that, you know, even in that moment, which was totally excruciating and, you know, that was devastating, um, even in that, I felt, I felt this yes, this, this sense of like, oh, finally. And I was able to be in touch with the freedom. You know, I was able to kind of loosen up from the tragedy and say, you know, you know, this sucks and this is really hard on my ego. Just go, you know what, on some level, this is what I wanted. And not only is this what I wanted, but I'm going to take radical responsibility for my part in creating this situation. And I, my biggest lesson out of that was that, you know, I became very clear that the betrayal, because there was a lot of betrayal involved in the situation, a lot of, you know, people creeping in at night into the office, photocopying shareholder certificates. Oh, God. You know, that betrayal was really just a reflection of me having betrayed myself. And it was all the times when I didn't speak up, when I signed things that I didn't want to sign. I remember sh- I remember signing off on some some documents for investors and, you know, I was having a hard time breathing. And I thought, oh, it's just excitement. But it wasn't excitement. It was, you know, your body always knows, especially when you sign the deal. And it was, you know, I knew. I knew on some level this was wrong. This is not the direction I wanted to go in. This was, it, you know, our, our, our slogan was all about inspiring authenticity. And it was getting very inauthentic very quickly. The more money that came into the situation, the more people, and people telling me how to be, how to be as a brand, which is really screwed up when you're the brand and you want to live your life as an artist. So um, liberation. And, uh, you know, after that, after that aha of like, you know, this, this outer betrayal is a reflection of my inner betrayal. I made a vow to myself that I would never, ever, ever be silent again. I wouldn't dummy down. I was going to pick the, the Pantone colors that I wanted. I was going to swear on my blog. I was going to talk about consciousness and cash in the same paragraph. And there was no going back. It was all of me or none of me. I was no longer going to shrink. And that is, that is the road less traveled. And that's what made all the difference. That makes so much of a difference, Danielle. And it's so powerful that you're you're sharing this part of your journey and these lessons that you're learning because that is the essence of Entrepreneur on Fire is for us to really hear the journey, the mistakes you've made, and the lessons you've learned, and the improvements that you've made as you've continued forward in your journey. And you briefly touched upon an aha moment. So that's just a perfect lead-in to our next topic, the other end of the spectrum, which is the aha moment. Share with us a light bulb that just went off, this aha moment that you had, and then share with us how you turned that moment into success. Well, that was it. It was the, I, I won't be betrayed. I, I, I won't betray myself. I won't be quiet. I mean, there were a lot of aha moments in, in that. And one of them, you know, another one of them was I was talking to a mentor. You know, at this at this stage in the company, I had banks calling my cell phone every day asking where the money was going to come from and I was legally within my rights to kind of walk away from things and but that didn't feel that didn't feel ethical to me and my mentor at the time said you know it is not your job to make everybody else in this situation comfortable and that was a major light bulb for me yeah that, um, you know, this was, I was being called to stand my ground and it meant I couldn't put everything in a nice neat box with a bow on it and make everybody's problems go away for them. And 
you know, and I ended up coming to a resolution where, you know, I take responsibility for my part of things, but without, without, um, without overgiving, without taking, without being overly responsible for it. And that was, that was a moment when I really grew up as an entrepreneur and, you know, you, you, you quickly learn that, or you harshly learn that leadership is not about making everybody else happy. Leadership is not about getting agreement from everybody. Leadership is about doing what's right. And, you know, when, may you be blessed with ethics and morals in that right, you know, in your version of right. Um, but that was, that was a big aha. That was really, it was a big moment for me. Daniel, you talk about just the steps that you took in that next venture where if you wanted to swear in your blog, you swore. If you wanted to be a certain color scheme, you did. If you wanted to talk about money and consciousness in the same paragraph, you did. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to us about how you transitioned that beginning into currently where you are right now. Well, I hit the ground running. So I did not spend a lot of time licking my wounds. I mean, I was up and running with a new website within six weeks. Wow. Because I needed to make money. And um, I didn't know, and this is, you know, and I, I, this is how I coach entrepreneurs all the time. Just, just launch, just get it out the door. You can figure it out after you get your first phone call from a client. So, you know, I put something on my, uh, up on my website that said, I'm going to do fire starter sessions and I'm going to jam with you for an hour and it's going to be X dollars. I surveyed a few friends. How much do you think I should charge? And I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that I could give someone huge value in an hour. Yeah. I know start companies and um and the phone rang and I got an endorsement from her and then the phone rang again and I got an endorsement from her and then I had a then I had a sales page and then I had a testimonial page and then I took the show on the road. I went to 16 cities in a year. Wow. I went wherever anybody would have me. And again, I just didn't know what I was going to do. I put up a post on my blog that said do you want to have me come to your city? I'll sit in your living room and your boardroom and your yoga studio. We'll jam for three hours. It's a hundred bucks. And I, you know, I remember sometimes I'd get to the airport. <laughs> I didn't know who was picking me up. I think, oh my God, you know, it could be some crazy cat lady, <laughs> or, you know, dump of a house, you know, everybody was lovely. And 16 cities is a lot in a year. And I came home that year with a lot of stories my my own entrepreneurial muscle was strong. Yeah. Um, I had anecdotes and I had the makings of a book. And I turned that into a book called The Firestarter Sessions. Absolutely. And just a random side note question. What was your favorite city of those 16 and why? Uh, Austin. Austin, Texas. Does not surprise me. They're so progressive and... It's like Austin is, you know, this is an anomaly. It's like I just got plunked into the middle of Texas. Right. Um, and then my final event in New York because I was exhausted. And I mean, I just, I just kind of pinned my hair up and put on some mascara and thought, <laughs> life helped me be really freaking wise today. Yeah. And it was one of my best events because uh. I was so like, this is, I'm going to give you all I got to give. It's my last city and I'm going home. And I gave her. Oh, I love it how it works out that way so often. And it's so funny you say that about Austin, Texas, because it's so true. Most people are like, 
what are you talking about, Texas? Like, they have all these generalities about what it would be. And you described it perfectly. It's like this town that's just plopped in the middle of Texas that really isn't really supposed to be there, but it just is. <laughs> that's right. So, Danielle, have you had an I've made it moment? Oh, wow. That's, you know, that's a great question. Um, have I had an I've made it moment? Yeah. I've had lots of I made it moments, quickly followed by uh, I want to do better. Mm. So I really feel that I've never arrived and I'm really comfortable with the fact that you never, one never feels like they've completely arrived. And this is, I mean, the day I feel arrived, I will know that I've, you know, I'm just unconscious and I'm not learning anymore because there's always more. I mean, I call it this divine dissatisfaction. You know, I just launched See, you're, you're catching me like right after a launch week. Oh, perfect. And so I launched the desire map last week. And that was, you know, that's a huge process and big event. You know, it's fantastic. And uh, and I really, I, you know, I sit in the joy of that and the success and all the feedback and all the numbers and all those things, you know. And then I think, mm, what am I going to do now? And I love that feeling. There's no, it's like total presence total absolute gratitude like there's no there's no criticism in that but then you know in the next breath is excitement for how you're gonna make it better and I that's how I stay on my own creative edge absolutely and thank you for the statement that you think this is a great question because personally I love the question when I ask entrepreneurs have they had an I've made a moment because I always get a different answer. And that's powerful for an interviewer to always get different answers. Mm-hmm. Some, some people say, John, I have an I've made a moment every single day, while others are on the other spectrum. John, I'll never have an I've made a moment. It, that'll be the day that I die. And for me, it's all about the milestones and the accomplishments along the way and really enjoying the journey and appreciating these accomplishments that you're making. Can you talk to Fire Nation about your mentality about the journey? Yeah, uh, yes, I have very strong opinions about the journey. Um, you know, my, what I'm on about these days is about creating goals with soul, which is why I created the desire map. That's a whole point of desire mapping. And what I've become very clear on the hard way, so please take my advice, is that <laughs> You know, to to coin to to repeat an over repeated phrase, but you know, success really is the quality of the journey. But to put that in my sort of current terms, the feeling that you well, let, let me just back up and give you my theory. You are not chasing the goal; you are chasing the feeling that you hope the goal will give you. Yes, it's not about the thing. It's not about the job. It's not about the relationship. It's about the feeling that you're craving in that achievement. So my whole theory is we first need to get very clear on those feelings that we desire and then everything, your to-do list, your your strategic plan, your business plan, your bucket list needs to be um, the, the, the call to action of generating those feelings. What can you do to feel that way? And and, I, and I'm a fan of goals. I mean, I have goals. I have very strong intentions. I have very strong desires. I have things I want. But how I go after those things needs to have the feeling that I'm chasing. So if, you know, if I want to feel, if what I'm actually going for ultimately is to feel creative or to feel affluence, 
then I better be feeling creative and in a state of affluence while I'm going after launching my product or a New York Times bestseller or speaking up at a staff meeting or whatever it is that you're going after. Because if you think that you can be in a state of constriction or overwhelm or pushing or misery in order to like feel really awesome at the end of it, then you're mistaken. It doesn't work that way. Um, how you walk the journey is how you're going to arrive to your final destination. And when I got that, it changed the way I went after everything. And I've been in the middle of big campaigns and said, mm, I'm really not feeling joyful. This hustle is not making me happy. I'm game to hustle. I will put in the work. But I got to find a way that feels the way I want it to feel. You know, and I'm clear. I want to feel, I want a sense of lightness and connection. And I want to feel affluent and creative with everything I do. And if I'm not doing that, then I either fully pull out of something or I find a way to make it, make it the way I want it to be. Powerful insights, Danielle. And let's bring this interview now into the present. You have so many exciting things going on in your business right now. One you've alluded to, this launch that just took place. Can you share with Entrepreneur on Fire what is really exciting you right now in your business? Oh, well, I'm all, I'm all about the desire map and I will, you know, this is my thing for the next few years. So, you know, what I've just created is this multimedia experience that's about helping people get very clear on what I call your core desired feelings and using those core desired feelings to um, look at what you're going to do, have an experience in every area of your life. So I, you know, create like a map. It's the desire map. So, you know, you look at your livelihood and your lifestyle and your creativity and your learning and, and your stuff and wellness and all of it. And then that clarity uh, is the basis of your goals. And that's what I call your goals with soul. And, I'm, I'm smile. If you could see me now, I'm I have a big smile on my face because, the, the the overwhelming response to it has been a sense of relief, and encouragement, which is really what I feel I'm here to do. Um, people are just like, you mean I don't have to be absolutely positively like compulsively fixated on goal setting to be successful? I'm like, no. In fact quite the opposite. <laughs> um, so it's really, it's a really exciting time for me. Well, Danielle, your smile, believe me, is resonating incredibly well through the microphone. So I know that Fire Nation is feeling your smile, feeling your authenticity. Thank you for sharing all of these things that are going on in your business right now. And this is leading us perfectly into my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Let's do it, I love it. All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing, I'm born an entrepreneur. <laughs> love the honesty. What is the best business advice you ever received? Don't spend the money when you get it. Boom. If you could only choose two websites to obtain all the information you need to succeed, what would they be and why? Oh, well, Seth Godin is a god in my industry. And 
I would come to daniellelaporte.com. Those are two amazing websites. I'm going to link both of them up in the show notes. Seth Godin was on Entrepreneur on Fire just a couple weeks back. It was amazing to have him on. He shed some great insight, and I just love his daily snippets. They really just pick me up in the morning. They're better than a cup of coffee. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? Well, actually, I want to marry Evernote. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Evernote has changed the way uh, we organize my business. It's really, uh, it's like the harness of our creativity. I love it. Get Evernote. Use it. Perfect. If you could recommend a book for Fire Nation, what would it be? Uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. That book was biblical for me. So, Danielle, this is the last question, but it's my favorite. So take your time, digest it, and then come back with an answer for Fire Nation. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have right now, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would write. I would do what I do now. I would, uh, I would take my place as um, someone who wants to be of service, who's, who has some, something to give, and I would give and give and give and give. That is actionable advice, Danielle. And you have given us actionable advice this entire interview and we are all better for it give fire nation one parting piece of guidance then share with us how we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye okay fire nation all you hot people uh, <laughs> parting piece of advice you're important you're important um that's not advice that's more of a declaration but just smoke that you're important and where you can find me. I'm everywhere, sweetheart. You I, are everywhere. <laughs> DanielleLaporte.com, TheDesireMap.com, bring you to the same place. Um, YouTube, lots of kind of poetic, motivational videos. Love Twitter, those. Pinterest. Pinterest is like my new thing. Cool. And uh, Facebook, yeah. Yeah, Pinterest, you can do a lot of cool video stuff on Pinterest, which people are just now exposing. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I just took a great course with Melanie Duncan on Talk to the Top, and it was incredible, this video page that she set up, and the shares that you get on Pinterest, because so few people are doing it for videos, was incredible. Melanie Duncan. Melanie Pinterest. Duncan, Pinterest, the Pinterest queen, she calls herself. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you for the tip, John. Nice. <sighs> Nice little gift. That's what I'm all about, Danielle, because you have been so generous with your time, your expertise, your knowledge. Fire Nation salutes you. Thank you so much, Danielle. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Hot stuff. Thank you. All right, Fire Nation. Are you pumped up to create your own podcast now? Don't let your lack of time, knowledge, or skills hold you back. All you need to do is record an MP3, send it to my team, and we do the rest. It's really that simple. Visit www.podplatform.com to find out more. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.